Welcome to the Art of the Dive. Game week three just finished, and game week four is actually right around the corner. It's already Thursday. Jake and I are recording a little late this week. A pretty terrible, not terrible game week. Jake, how are you, buddy? Hanging in there. I would say it was pretty terrible, but that's just me. You had a bad game week, didn't you? I did. You know what? I didn't actually even look at my points till today, so we'll see how terrible it is when I look. It's uh, it's one of those pods for us, isn't it? It's going to be the, uh, like, we haven't done any research and aren't ready for anything pods, right? Yeah, I mean, I had my wife bring me breakfast, which she so, so lovingly cares about me, and she's, you know, wonderful. So I thought pre-pod, I'm really glad she did that. I thought pre-pod she said she wasn't bringing you breakfast. No, she, she did bring me breakfast, so, yeah. I'm disappointed in her. I was kind of excited yeah. when she said she wasn't bringing you breakfast. That was a good laugh because it's like once we start potting, it's an hour, you know? So then you yeah. would have been a hungry yeah. little boy and you would have got very crabby by the end of it. Yeah, for sure. I might just start drinking even though it's like 8 a.m. here. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's so. very acceptable in Europe mm-hmm. to start drinking whenever because they're alcoholics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Um, so kind of a weird game week i mean a lot of people wild carded after game week two and then they they roll into game week three and got just freaking smashed i mean some unexpected results uh some very much underperforming performances from players uh and so a lot of people really got beat up uh i feel for those people i will admit that uh, i'm happy i didn't play my wild card because it would have been very hard to pick uh, a team that, that would have been successful in this first game week. I know you don't. We always say that, right? That the first game week off that wild card, you always feel like you're going to smash, and then normally you don't. Um, uh, and so so maybe you just kind of got to get over that and remember that you picked it for long term. Um, but you're, you've got a little surprise here for everybody, don't you? Yeah, it's wild card time. Wild card time for Jake. Jake cracked bad game week, uh, played his wild card. Um, so that'll be interesting. We'll, we'll get, we'll talk about that, Jake. I think maybe, do you want to talk about that kind of in the second half of the pod? Yeah, I think that's fair. Okay, that's what we'll do then. Um, so some big picture questions and topics that people wrote in. A few people writing in questions about the penalty kick takers. Um, uh, quite a few pens have been awarded. I think I read some sort of statistic that in the first three game weeks, there were like as many penalty kicks as were awarded in the first 10 game weeks of last year i think something like that i might be a little off on yeah, that nine but... nine game weeks oh <laughs> nine game weeks okay so that's pretty crazy so thomas writes in um, how much should we weigh being a penalty taker and making our transfer decisions a case in point barnes versus zaha uh, barnes wins in almost every stat category hashtag all stats matter but zaha is on pens gaz writes in what is the all-time greatest fpl penalty takers team um, I've seen a number of people just saying that they're going to only bring in pen takers on their their wild card. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Jake? I mean, you're on the wild card now, so you must be thinking a little bit about that in, in the back of your head. Although uh, the FA did just come out and say that they're reevaluating the way they're calling handballs. Um, yeah, thank goodness. We don't have to talk about that, but I'm glad they're finally doing that. So, well, are you are you weighing the penalty taker more heavily? I mean, I do normally. Don't you? Mm-hmm. I do normally. Um, right now, it's, my midfield is all pen takers. 
So, Sala, uh, KDB, Zaha. So, Are you eating breakfast yeah. as we're talking? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's been a rough week. Uh, just shoveling yeah. food. Yeah, let me tell you, do a podcast. I, I, I know we have probably briefly discussed this, but so what happens is, you know, the FPL week ends on Monday. Well, my week of, you know, 40 hours and three days starts Monday morning at 6 a.m. So I don't get to really evaluate anything besides like watching the games because I just don't have time to look at stats. And so then, you know, today is the day I like carb up, you know, lift some weights, get jacked and get prepared for the next week to be a major disappointment. Like that's how my cycle is right now. It's pretty, pretty miserable. We, uh, Jake, we've never heard that story before. Yeah. No one has. It's, well, yeah. yeah we've it's heard good. it every other week. You tell the same story, like yeah. about how you. <laughs> Although it does make, I will say, in your defense, it does make sense, right? Because you can't. It's hard to like process, and I know we're talking about penalty kick takers. We'll get back to that, but it's hard to process statistics during the game week. Like I don't normally watch a match and then like you know I'm not in my head saying, "Oh, that's a big chance for so and so," and that's it, right? Like you're watching when you watch the matches. I watch them mostly for enjoyment because I like the matches. I mean, I'm obviously keeping an eye on players that I'm interested in or players on my team just because it's exciting and you're hoping to see them in good areas and you're hoping to see them active and, you know, everybody that's so good at the eye test, right? They're able to watch all the matches. They know everything about the game because they know so much about football. But um, afterwards, you need a couple days to kind of like dig through some statistics and see what actually was happening in the games. And and so in your defense, I get what you're saying. I've always rated the penalty t- kick takers a little bit uh, high. Well, a lot bit higher. I mean, that's to me, that was a reason I picked Salah over Mane at the beginning of the year. Um, and I think that mm-hmm. that statistic has uh, proven to be a, thus far pretty reasonable uh, because he's had a couple penalties. Mane's had all the big chances. He's had four big chances to Salah zero. Um, but I mean, there's some other stats there that we can talk a little bit about, like Touches mm-hmm. in the box, shots in the box, passes into the box, Salah's winning in all of those categories. But, but yeah, being the penalty kick taker is really what would kind of change that. And, um, you know, I think Salah's a big one, right? You have that Salamane conversation. You have the KDB Sterling conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that edges it towards a player like KDB. Um, Barnes and Zaha is interesting. I mean, y- you were kind of onto the Zaha train, weren't you? Yeah, well, I like Barnes too, but I realized, and this is the stat that I would be interested in, goal conversion rate over the past couple of seasons for both of them. Is it similar? Because Barnes is pretty terrible at goal conversion, it feels like. And maybe it's just like a this season thing. Um, But I feel like Barnes creates a lot of chances and just doesn't finish. Uh, He's like one of those guys, kind of like what DCL used to be for a forward, and maybe he will regress to that. Um. But Zaha tends to finish his big chances a little bit more just based on what I've seen. So that's another reason I leaned Zaha. Plus his run of fixtures is phenomenal. Although Leicester are the better team. Yeah. That said, um, you know, like if you look at their statistics over the last, uh, over the last couple game weeks, I know it's an early season and it's, it's small sample size, but um, Zaha being on pens has really boosted his expected goal involvement. 
Um, yeah. you know, that, that helps him out a lot. Right. Isn't because he's, or is he, did he, no, he's not on, is he on pens? Yes. He's took a pen. Didn't take a pen. I don't know. I guess I, that's the way he's asking. It. I think he did take a pen, but they didn't have, um, Luca on the field. So who uh, knows? That's the, that's, that's what I was confused about. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so FPL report writes in at this point in the season, should we take home advantage out of our decisions until the spectators are back, uh, in the stadiums? Um, that's an interesting question. Have you, I mean, I've not been doing that. You know, I've been saying, I've been looking at the home team first. I still consider the home team kind of to have an advantage. Um, I mean, if you look at the results, you know, it's been, it has been pretty mixed in terms of like home and away results. It, it's maybe, a, um, I mean, and you think, I think the numbers are normally like in this around the 60 per 60% of the matches are won by home teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been maybe a little closer to 50, 50, but again, the sample size is really small. I still give the edge to home teams, um, just because it's their space. They don't have to travel. I think that that does have something to do with, with the entire situation, but just my two cents. I don't really have any stats to back it. Do you? No, I think there was actually an article on it though, that home, home teams were still, outpacing by like a reasonable enough margin to say that it does make a difference but i i don't know where that article is anymore okay so um maybe fake fake news there i don't know fake news fake yeah that's oh yeah fake news jake and i were just talking about the debate i wonder how many people i mean we have a lot of european listeners do they listen to the american presidential debates yeah, I imagine they grab some popcorn and like they are like searching through Netflix and they're like looking for comedies and they're like, oh, the, the debates on in America. Let's just watch yeah. that instead. That's kind of what I imagine. Happens. Good political joke there, Jake. Good political joke. Yeah. Well done, buddy. Yeah, you're really on. Thanks. You're on one this morning. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess it every once in a while. <laughs> um, yeah, that was really uh I mean, I think I agree. It was just so, it was so sad to watch both of them. Oh my goodness. Uh, I don't, I don't normally get too political on the pod, but like Donald Trump constantly lying and Joe Biden not being able to put a sentence together is one of the most embarrassing, like just these old, it's like a ghost versus a demon up on the stage. I mean, they're just, it's so sad. I'm, I'm sorry if we lose any listeners to that, but it's just like, it's really hard for me to take as a relatively moderate person, you know, politically, it's really tough. So, um, all right, sorry, we should probably get back to it. Uh, Garf writes in, probably missed it, but how are you planning to navigate game week four and the international break with transfers, rolling or wild card? Um, it's a really good question. I think we should talk about it. I'm at uh, so you already played your wild card, so we're not gonna we're yeah. not gonna discuss this with you because, as usual, you've you've freaked out after well, one t- game week. And um, well, and is yeah, it one well, though? It's three game weeks right, right, for me. Yeah, I feel Jake. like it's three very average game weeks. Yeah, classic so. Jake. So yeah. um, for me, I uh, I'm not exactly sure. So so my initial thought was to wild card during the international break, await here and and use the use the wild card. Uh, but I'm not 100% sure where I'm at yet because I haven't used my transfer yet for this game week. And 
I, I've kind of tried to commit this year to holding. So like hold a transfer and then and then, you know, play the next week. But in this situation, my my best scenario would be to use my transfer this week, wildcard immediately as soon as the game week begins, and then start kind of shifting the team around. I do feel like I, I'm right on the edge when I look at my team structure, which we'll talk about in a moment. Um I have a couple guys that I'd like to get in. I have a couple guys I'd like to move. I did a mock draft the other day where I, I moved some players around and, and kind of tried to make it work. Um, yeah, so I, I, I'm right on the edge on whether I'm going to do it or not. I'm leaning towards, like, if you're a player like me and you're kind of on the edge, if you're not quite sure, that it might be the time because of this early international break to do it. Uh, you'll have two weeks. You'll have some time to really think about it. You might be able to catch some price rises and price falls. There'll be some other managers on wildcard as well. Um, and bar hoping, I mean, I hope nobody gets injured, but if, if players do during this international break, you'll be able to adjust. Um, yeah. so that's where I'm at right now. What do you have any thoughts on that? No, I mean, I, I wish I could have waited one more week. Um, I agree. I, I feel like always there's a couple pretty important players that get knocks that then they're at least a question. I still remember. I'll never forget the Frazier dilemma um, where he still played and scored four goals. And I think you kept him and I didn't. Um, but yeah, I think it's better to hold till then. I think it's a good time to play it if your team's meh. We always say like if you're moving, you know, five guys or more. If that's kind of like your plan. I think the hard thing is, is that I've had so many guys just like underperform, right? Like, so I brought in Jimenez and Zaha last week and they got me a combined one point. Um, that's good though. We'll talk about our teams. That's great. Yeah. Great for a minus four to get one point between the two players. And yet I'm leaving them in my team. Although I switched, you know, six guys elsewhere. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's always a tough, tough decision. And this... I don't know what it, I don't know if it's two weeks or two seasons in a row that I just, I'm off in the beginning and I I don't know if I should just get a little bit more crazy in the beginning and go with the, the differentials a little bit more and just ride it out because it's just not what I'm expecting in the beginning of the season. Um, you know, Wolves have had, you know, they had a tough game mixed in there, but they've been, they've been terrible. Um, and then, you know, Lester, who I was like, eh, let's wait and see on Lester. They've been by far the, I think, the most impressive team along with like Everton, who's also usually a dumpster fire of a team. And, and, and that's what kind of throws everything out. And it's like, how long do you do you just try to fix your team with transfers before saying, hey, this is a whole new year? But like you said, the, the other side of the coin is you start chasing all these players with high points and the st- if the stats don't back it up, you're just going to make your season even worse. Well, some of, and some of those guys that you just said, the stats do back it up, right? When you look mm-hmm. at Barnes, you look at in Calvert-Lewin and, and players like that. But my counterpoint to that, and, and you kind of hit it on the head, it's the second year in a row. Both of us actually for the second year in a row did not really get the start of the season right, which basically means you've lost FPL. It's done. I'm just like, I'll just throw that out there. It's done. You can have a decent year, but you're not going to have like very few players don't get the start of the year right and then have an incredible season. So here would be my counterpoint, though. It's it's very challenging to predict the beginning of the year. This year, even more so with with the changing cadence of the calendar. 
at some point though does so like you just said right wolves really poor uh, Leicester really really good Everton really really good does it begin to normalize a little bit like does the the cream rise to the top and the better teams begin to play at a higher level and the teams that maybe are a little bit more mid-table start performing like that you know and then then are you caught out because you wildcarded all these guys in you get caught out and and now you you can't get back to the other more I don't know if normal's the word but but yeah more normal players that you would have in your team yeah, I think I think that is definitely something that can happen. So if you do wild card, be a little bit careful about that. Hmm. So. Okay. All right. Well, let's talk about the team and the game week that you had that um, flipped the wild card. I mean, I don't want to spend too much time on our teams. I think sometimes we spend too much time on them. I know people like to just hear like who we have and how we did, but um, your game week was yeah, bad. Can... So tell us about it. Yeah. Well, it ended up on forty-five points. Um, so not that bad. And yeah, not actually that bad, but it all came on the last day with, you know, Robbo and Trent. Um, and then Kyle Walker-Peters came on for a six-pointer for me because Potence didn't play. Um, and and so I've gotten the captain wrong every week. Um, I can't remember if I got a return last week. I don't think I did. Um, but I got the only return I've gotten so far is with Obama Yang game week one. And... Oh no, I got an assist with Obama Yang the second week. So so yeah. Um but you know, Rodriguez, two pointer, Doherty, two pointer, Zaha, one pointer, um, Mitrovic and Jimenez combined two points, and then Werner just uh abysmal start to the season. So yeah, it probably would have been a, a week that I could have held. It was just gonna be hard for me to get um a player like KDB and I'm still considering Mahrez on my wildcard team. Um, so it, it it was just the bigger, better players getting them in. I needed to do it sooner rather than later to make some points up. Yeah. Um, what was your game week rank? Um, right at three thousand or sorry, three million. Wow, yeah. three million. And yeah, what was so. what's your overall then? Overall is one million um, eight hundred and fifty thousand. I've steadily declined the last two weeks. I think I was at one million six hundred thousand, and so I've lost about a hundred thousand each game week. Yeah, you have to understand though, right? Like one good game week, one one getting your captain right, uh, one good mm-hmm. game week, and you could jump from like an OR of a million to like an OR of two hundred thousand or three hundred thousand yeah for sure and but it's the guys like kdb and uh dcl right now and you know castagne from leicester if he keeps this up those are the guys i want on my team because i think those are the guys that are going to make the difference not like doherty who's had one shot on goal um the whole season for spurs and spurs just give up goals for fun now um that may change you know like it was kind of rough the dire handball but it was a handball. Um, and, and, you know, Fulham are just bad. I like Mitrovic. And their their game plan is to give Mitrovic the ball. Um, they've had the most crosses of any team in the league, which is pretty crazy when you think about it. But headed goals are just not as easy. And I just don't see Fulham getting a ton of penalty kicks. So, mm-hmm. you know, for me, getting that extra cash to go to DCL by just cleaning my team and then rearranging makes all the difference for me earlier in the season right now 
you know, like you said, if we if we were doing okay, maybe waiting a couple more weeks would be fine. But I just I couldn't keep getting these like very average game weeks and and do anything. Yeah. All right. Um, well, here's my team: uh, McCarthy return, Robo return, Alien return. Um, Havertz finally getting something for me. I captain Sala. Um, everybody else with uh, solid two two pointers. So um, forty eight points. Uh, against the average of 43, gaming rank of 2.3 uh, million and an overall of about a million, uh, 1,100,000, something like that. So uh, not, not, again, it was just kind of like you said, kind of average. Um, John writes in, which of your current squad most deserves to be locked in a room with Jake's cat? It's a good question. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see, who do I want to not have an Achilles anymore? Oh, by the way, did I tell you that I brought in Rodriguez? Did I say that on the pod last week? Yeah, you did. You did. I'm really unhappy about that. Did I tell you that? Yeah, I think so. You either told me in person and maybe not on the pod, but you definitely told me before he played and we talked about it. We were like, that was kind of a mistake. Um, I watched him again and he's just meh. Yeah, he's going to play. He's going to play like if you look at his touch map, he plays deep and kind of on the side Mm -hmm. of the field. Like he doesn't really... He's not going to be an attacking areas. I really He's, wanted Barnes, and yeah. I didn't bring him in. I I very rarely do this. I like forgot to make like or no no no. I didn't forget to make a transfer. I felt the need to move the transfer quickly because of price changes, mm-hmm. and I had had uh, a beer or six, and um, <laughs> and I was just like, I'm doing this, and I did it. And I almost never do that. Like I'm always, just, I'm always, almost always like I'm good to go. Like never make an FPL transfer after you've had a beer. Uh, and and yeah, I did that, and I feel really shitty about it now. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. I've I've had kind of just a shit start to the year, but it is what it is. I don't know. I don't. No, but back to the the person with my cat. I'm. Kind of interested in this. I mean, I, I think, have my player. Yeah, I think I'd put Werner in there right now. Yeah, yeah Werner. That little God, fuck just, deserves to get himself cut up. Yeah, I would let my cat just rampage on Werner right Wait now. Fred would be like, you're going to get cut, bitch. You know, like, be good. Yeah. Um, all right, let me uh, let me pull up the Slack team. Why don't you pull up the uh, the leagues, the leagues, so that we can, um, we can discuss that. Uh, Slack team this week had 47 total points. Uh, game week rank of 2.5 million. So kind of a slow start for the Slack team this year, whereas last year the team was kind of flying like uh, at the beginning of the season. Um, captain went on KDB, and and I think that that's been part of the issue is just is landing the captain points. Um, had TAA, McCarthy, Walker, Peters, and, and Susick. Um, so that was, I guess, helpful. But but other than that, just not really returns. Havertz and Salah with, with assists, so... This has been how bad my week's been, but Suchek got a goal. Was it taken away? Was that the Jimenez own goal? So did he get an assist instead? Or was that a different player for the, like how many points did Suchek end up with? Uh, I'm not, I don't, uh, six points. Yeah, I don't even know. Oh, Oh, so yes, it was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I think it was an award and as an assist. Yeah, I think that's how that worked. Okay. Okay. Because initially I thought he scored a goal. And then I, yeah, then I saw it. So Jim was telling me he's like great transfer. Uh, one of our friends was like great transfer to bring Jimenez, and he scored. And I was like, yeah. And then I looked, and I was like, f you, Jim. That's a classic <laughs> friend move, right there. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. he knows you're. He knows you're at work. He knows you're not watching the game. 
and he's like great job and then you're like yay and then you check it and it's terrible yeah yeah that's, that's mean but fun fun yeah um you want to do top 10 of league dive uh i'm in psl to all right start, fine so i'll I do top do 10 one. of league dive uh in 10th azama john the blue panther ninth uh kieran walsh the wise old elf in eighth uh tg vahres uh numerators in seventh zfz's all-star sixth tony Faye's green in fifth uh sean mccoyle lucas levius uh quavers um in fourth damian mccallion uh dun fangy 11 uh in third joseph uh, juba she gun who the yao i don't know that's good can't quite get it what does that mean no, 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 I just thought you pronounced it really well. All right. Uh, in second, uh, Nitin Patel, Black Country FC. Uh, and then in first, uh, Brian Magetta, uh, Silva Lining, who uh, holds first again this week. Game week of uh, 59 points, 239 points overall. Uh, that gives him an overall rank of uh, 2,000 right now in the world. So very, very wow, good job. Good. Well done. Well done. Good start to the season. Uh, do you want to do the dive league or uh, yeah. PSL league? Sorry. PSL. Yeah. Looking at these points makes me feel better. Um, so like the <laughs> Looking at I mean, everyone else being bad makes me yeah, feel just being better. At least, at least average. Um, so top five, we got African Jake fall in one place. Um, favorite, with favorite a favorite guy right there. Yeah. Andrew. Um, number four, Gaz. There we go. He had a pretty solid game week, 59 points, sporting sideburns. Um, show me the Mooney, uh, Connor Murray. That's so funny because it's like show me the moon year last year and now mm. it's, mm. yeah, it just copy confuses much? me. Copy. Yeah. Copyright infringements there. Uh, the teeth of Suarez, like that. Patty Pie. Patty Pa. Um, and then number one, uh, again, with just kind of an average game week of 45, just like me, Z's All-Stars, um, ZF. So, mm-hmm. All right. Um, good job to everyone. Head-to-head league. Uh, Division One Manager of the Month. Oh, sorry. Sponsored by Master Stroke Dildos. I don't understand why we're not getting more sponsorship money for that. Yeah, I don't get it either. I And also for the PSL Super League, I've been sporting the cold brews like they're going out of style. Oh, somebody asked cream. about that. Um, yeah. Steven, Steven wrote in, how many PSLs is Jake buying weekly? Well, me or just drinking? Because sometimes my, I think, I think my crew at work see how sad I am and they don't know it's because I can't watch soccer, but they're like, here's a, here's a pumpkin spice or here's a cold pumpkin cold brew for you. So, you know, about like four a day is where I'm at. That's probably like way more calories than you should be taking in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for so, sure. It's probably like one of those is like your daily allotment. It's not great. Yeah, definitely. Um, not ideal. Head-to-head Division One Manager of the Month is uh, Stephen Toomey. Sixth goal, nine points from three wins and the highest FPL points total so far. Uh, the Division Two Manager of the Month is Matt Fielding. Also nine points from three wins and the highest points total. Uh, Division two, Jake, right now, uh, you're in seventh after recording your second win over the season. You beat Sean number one. Ha <laughs> ha, Sean. Where, where is this? Oh, there it is. I was like, where's my head-to-head league? It's separate. Yep. Yeah. It's there we go. A little separate <laughs> little league there. So, uh, yeah, you beat Sean number one. Good job, buddy. Yeah, wow. Surprising. Well, is he number one, though? 
Not anymore. No. Now you will be Jake number one. <laughs> or number seven in this situation. I like the head-to-head league because even if you're having a terrible year, like it kind of just is a little bit more random. Kind of in this now. Yeah, yeah. The head-to-head head league's for sure fun. I mean, it just it's something different, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, we do have one quick loss in translation that we'll use in the second half of the pod. Uh, two point. It's uh, uh, a double O. Wrote in uh, a loss in translation. As the Welsh would say when asked to do something, "I'll do it now in a minute." That's what she said. Mm-hmm. More like that's what he said, but okay, yeah. Well, that's what they said, Jake. 2020. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we've got a handful of, of game week topics to go through. We'll talk a little bit about Jake's wild card. And for some reason, we have a ton, Jake, of random questions this week. So should be Good. great. Stay <clears throat> tuned. Welcome back to the second half of the pod. Ben Pitchford, thanks for joining the the pod. Uh, ben just uh, joined the Patreon and is now in with the oh, – actually was in with the Slack squad, I think, already. Uh, but thank you, Ben. We really appreciate uh, the additional support. Uh, get in, people. Support us, patreon.com, there to the dive. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. You can find it on our website. Um, you can email me and ask at uh, theartofthedive at gmail.com. We'll get you in. Uh, we'd love to have you part of the Slack team and, and helping support the, the, the podcast. Jake, let's start with um, with your wild card, I think. Uh, so, oh, okay. Yeah, I think, don't you think that's kind of the way to do it? Sure. Sure, All right. sure. Um, so you sent me the other day uh, like a screenshot and said, this is where I'm currently at. My response was to not respond for four days afterwards. Um, what is the current status of the team? What's the thought process? Where where are you kind of at with things? Uh, I only I only move things around a little um, since I sent you that first team. Um, so can I pause you for a minute? Yep. In your screenshot, you have a very low battery on your phone. Yeah. Did you sort that out? I did. Yeah. What if Jake? What if there was an emergency? Well, I'm usually at work when I'm sending that stuff, so I don't know. I usually just bum a charger off of someone if there's an emergency. You steal one from like one of the people that work for you? No, I usually ask. Hmm. All right, continue. Okay. So, couple couple things. Um, definitely got KDB in. He's staying. Yeah, let's uh, let's start with that. Like, who are the guys that for sure? No doubt, right away in your team. KDB's one. Go. KDB, Robbo, I think, is going to be in my team. So he, interestingly, has had more shots in the box compared to Trent. Um, so yep. I think he's in my team because he's half a mil cheaper. Now, I'm not saying that Trent won't outscore him, um, but with the extra half mil, you know, I'm more tempted to leave Trent out the team than Robbo, but I right now have both, just to be fair to listeners. Wilson um, Wilson was asking about that, saying, give me the down and dirty on defenders. Is Robbo better than Trent? Is, uh, oh, and then she has some other questions, but... I, I think, again, you have to remember that you're having these guys for the whole season, right? You don't want to be making a lot of moves on defenders. Like, I, I haven't made a transfer on a single defender yet, Um and I think that's a good strategy to keep for the most part. Um, and so, 
I don't think anyone's going to be able to tell you for sure who's better because I think it's game dependent. And as of now, Robbo has been better. But will that change over the course of 35 more game weeks? Definitely could be. My question is, do I go without one of them and just go with VVD, which like for this last game week doesn't doesn't look good. Um, but that one game week where VVD scored two header goals, yeah, that's great. And, you know, VVD had a shot on Arsenal right at Leno. So that's kind of where I'm tempted is to save that mill and go from Trent to VVD. The The issue is, if you think about it, like VVD is going to play every game. And so when Trent doesn't play, do you do is your other defense coverage good enough to get you like another six points there? Because that's a lot of extra points if you think about it rather than VVD getting maybe like a two-pointer that game. It's very, very kind of convoluted, but that's kind of what I'm thinking. Um, and I still like where my team's at without, w- with having both Trent and Robbo right, as of right now. Uh, I have Castagne from Leicester. I think he, I think there's a question about him. I think he is the next best defender hands down with what he's been doing. Whoa, um, I know he's big a, words. Well, I mean, if you've seen him, so he, he played a little bit more in the midfield this last game. Um, Lester. So he's gotten a goal and three assists in three game weeks. And obviously he's not going to keep that going, but that's, that's pretty absurd. And so someone also said lack of clean sheets. Well, he had a clean sheet against West Brom. And I think Lester are going to continue to clean against bad teams and they don't have like they're not in Europa, uh, right, correct? I'm pretty sure they didn't qualify. Oh no, no, they did. Sorry, they qualified for Europa, but not Champions League. So I mean, I don't think he's going to be playing a ton in Europa to start the season. Maybe a little bit down the road, but but I like nailed wing backs for teams that can get clean sheets. Um, and I think at a price of I got him in at five point six. He's five point seven now, but. I think he's definitely worth it. He's also gotten four bonus points. Um, so those are the guys uh, that I you have, really like or what? Yeah, I really like those guys. I think, I think wing backs are like what most of your defense should be consistent of maybe like one center back if you need, need a cheaper option. And then, so right now this is my bigger question in the back. I have Semedo um, from Wolves. He just brought in, he's also five, five and I'm hoping on the right wing, he can get forward a lot. They got absolutely smashed by West Ham. And so I'm trying to say, is is West Ham actually not that bad? Because they played Arsenal very, very well, too, and probably deserved a draw, if not a win in that game. You know, they hit the crossbar late. And then, you know, by some miracle, Arsenal scored after that. Um, so he's a, he's 5.5. He's not cheap. And so it makes me a little bit nervous having him. But they have a great run of fixtures. So my thought is worst case scenario, if he doesn't get a lot of attacking returns after Fulham leads, Newcastle, Crystal Palace, I can always move him to like PVA or someone else lower if need be. And then I have Lamptey. Um, Lamptey's been phenomenal uh, he, for Brighton. Brighton have created the second most chances, I think, behind Liverpool right now. And obviously, Man United and Manchester City have played one less game, but um, 44 goal attempts for Brighton. So pretty fantastic. And I'm pretty sure Lamptey has had some ridiculous stats. Let me see if I can. I had it somewhere. Well, I can't. Yeah, I can't find it right now. But he's he's had some pretty ridiculous stats and is getting pretty far forward. So I like him. 
Um, midfield, KDB is my number one nailed. I have Salah because I'm scared to go without him. But I may drop him down later in the season just because I don't know if he can keep up with his price per mil. But it's the it's the captain aspect for me. Um, so I don't know if there's any questions about that, but we'll, we can talk about it. And then right now I have Zaha. I really want Mahrez, but I can't find a way to get that extra 1.2 mil on my team. And then up top I have Jimenez, uh, DCL, and then right now I have Bamford. I don't love Bamford. That's a, that's a spot where I could maybe like get some extra money. Um, but then I have I have a non-playing forward, which I don't like, and so I like the fact that I can rotate him in against crappy teams. Um, and then I have Mendy for Leicester at four point five, and Burke at four point five from Sheffield because he's been playing in the forward line as a midfielder. It's my team. Oh, and McCarthy in goal. Are you yeah. are you done now? I'm done. Yeah, it's my team. Done. As of now. God, that was the most we've ever let you talk on the pod. Okay, yeah. It was exhausting. So, sorry? Yeah, I think so. I mean... um, All right, I'm going to pick on your team a little bit. Okay. There was a little rumor about Lamptey moving. I don't know if that's true. Hmm. Keep an eye on it, just so you know. Yeah, well, if he does move probably drop him down so i mean there's there's other players that we can talk about if if some questions come up so and and where you could maybe save some points there's definitely places on the squad you could save points like i've considered like fernandez instead of sala for the rest of the year Mm because he's one and a half mil cheaper that would be an interesting move you just are it's kind of nerve-wracking not going with a liverpool attacker yeah Samedo, I, I like the idea behind it. I I feel like it, it's kind of it's frustrating that we don't know a lot about him right now in the league. Mm-hmm. Where I mean, you, that doesn't make you nervous to have him. It team? does make me nervous. I just we have a friend that just like swears by him being like you know the soup, the best player in the world, and I'm, how, I keep um, being like, how does this? How friend, do you know? This? Let's explain. How does this friend know that? He he. Uh, Probably like FIFA stats. Yeah, from playing fucking FIFA. That's not a way to determine if a player is good or not. I agree. And so that's another player I've just considered. So I've considered in in his stead, like just another 4.5, like maybe like Dallas from Leeds who's playing out of position. Um, I just was looking Masuaka for West Ham um, has had the most take-ons as a defender um, which is not something you are like, oh, that's that's ideal. But he also has in just two games, I think something. He's pr- it's pretty crazy. Oh my gosh, my my brain is. Oh, sorry. West Ham's only conceded three big chances, um, which is second to Villa and Burnley, who have created two. So Burnley's another defensive team that, although they've given up goals still probably could consider a 4.5 from them and be getting some clean sheets. Um, But he's created five chances, um, two of which were deemed big chances. As a a 4.5 defender, I'm interested. Their fixtures are just hot trash for the next few game weeks. And you're convinced that uh, McCarthy's the way to go in goal? 
I'm not. I just don't think there's any better 4.5. I think Matt Ryan isn't wrong, um, but I think I might stick with McCarthy for now. I think Southampton, yeah, they got torn apart by, you know, Spurs, but they've actually not given up that many. Their XG's much better than what what it actually, how many goals they've given up. So I would like to rotate two 4.5s. I just can't find the money to do it. Yeah, I, I keep trying to figure it out too, and, and I just don't see a world where I can. Um, okay, any question marks that you have on your team? Like, you know, things that you're trying to figure out or you're still wondering or, or guys that you're still really trying to decide on? Well, Mahrez is a big one. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I don't know what your thoughts on him are. I, I just, if he's playing for them, like he's bound to get returns. He's kind of a selfish player. Um, I don't love having no Chelsea and no Man United, but Man United's been, eh. Yeah. You know, I watched their last game and Fernandez was very lucky to come away with what he did. Um, obviously PK taker helps like we talked about, but like his assist to Rashford, Rashford did all the work. Um, you know, I think he took eight touches before he shot the ball and that assist still goes to Fernandez, which that pisses me off, but whatever. Oh. It pisses you off that the rules are the way they are. I just, I think there should be like a five touch limit for like an assist, maybe even less. I don't know. I, I just, I get it. They're, they're, everybody wants to have points in FPL. So that's probably why they do it. But, you know, after you take like eight touches, how can you really call in an assist? Well, I mean, what, 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 can you imagine the outrage? Like that was, did you see that was a touch? No, it wasn't a touch. Like how that would work. It wouldn't, you know, like if I they're guess. trying to count it, it'd be so hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mahrez is an interesting player. I mean, you know, this last match that he played, uh, you know, he's got this, he has a goal and an assist, right, in the match. Um, okay. You know, he tends to outperform his expected values. His expected goal involvement was 0. 0.29. Um, so he tends to outperform that. Um you know, obviously, like when KDB's not on the field, or if it's in the right part of the pitch, he sometimes has some um, some free kick chances, um, but not not that many. I, I mean, don't get me wrong; I really like him, and his price is at eight point four right now. I think the price is right for a player like him. Um, I think Bernardo Silva just got back into training, um, and so I do think that you know it's kind of the rotation thing becomes an issue soon again, right? With Aguero. I mean, that's the plus side, right? Aguero is going to be out for a while. Uh, Jesus out for another couple weeks. Uh, but after that international break, it's hard to know, right? Is there going to be, is it enough rest time for those guys? Are they going to be back in? Um, and then does Mahrez just get, you know, back into that every other game rotation again? I don't know. That's the only that's thing a, that makes yeah. me nervous. So. That makes me nervous. And early in the season, it's hard to find the bench coverage for him because you don't have the points over the season accumulated to have like... So I'd be rotating in a 4.5 midfielder, which I don't want to be doing. Right. So I need a guy like Zaha, who I know is going to be playing every game, barring like a major injury. If he does get injured, just go to... I'm just going to go to Barnes. Yeah, if you could do like Mares and Foden or Mares and mm -hmm. somebody else that like you you know if he doesn't play you know like you'll still have mm -hmm. coverage of a player that you like um, then it's not not such a big deal and then if it doesn't work out after a couple game weeks you know you can move Mares on for a ample other players mm -hmm. um, and that was a team that I sent you was Mares and Foden 
and De Bruyne. Uh, I just am like, is that too much Man City? Can yeah. you have too much Man City? I don't know. I don't know either. It's a good question. Okay. Well, Jake, I really, I really hope it works out for you. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. I don't actually care that much. I just don't want you to whine. Okay. Which I know I'll be getting that, right? Like, why didn't you tell me to do this? Why didn't... Am I going to get that this week? Yeah. I mean, because this is your chance to tell me right now and you have I just, I'm so, going to be yeah. honest. Like, I don't have the energy to deal with it. I really don't. Yeah. All right. Just like I didn't have the energy to even respond to you when you were like, hey, what do you think <laughs> of this team? I just didn't. Yeah. <laughs> just fucked you off. I was, in my defense, I was hunting for fossilized corals this weekend. So. No. Yeah. That's important. So. It was fun. They died for a reason. Okay. <laughs> 300 to 400 million years ago to be exact jake yep it was quite interesting um yeah i've just been i've been doing a lot of things other than fpl lately it's good it's good yeah trying to diversify my uh you know my fun because fpl for me normally is not that fun it's mostly just disappointment yeah, I mean it is. I I'm trying to I'm really trying this year to balance like the podcast and the game and my enjoyment of FPL like a little bit more. I found that like la- last year and not so much the year before, but last year especially I was so tied up in it and like didn't want to do anything else and every weekend I was like how do I plan my week so that I can watch the games and like it's just not the right way to like live. <laughs> you know, like I mean, don't get me wrong. The games are fun to watch, but um, you can't spend. I, I can't justify anymore spending four hours or five hours of sitting on a couch watching TV. It's just, it's kind of sad, I think. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be better about it. Uh, anyways, uh, we do have some some questions that people have wrote in and we're, we're running a bit long now into the pod, so we should get into it. Um, Bobby Love writes in, how much money does Pep Fragiola have to spend in order to make City a good defensive team? Uh, oof, it's a good question. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I sometimes wonder with them. I don't know if like, I don't know if it's a money issue or if it's a tactics issue. I'm not really sure. I mean, the the way they defend is they keep the ball, right? And so the way they've played lately is with their holding midfield players pretty high up the pitch and their outside backs pretty high up the pitch. And that's how it was a lot of last year too. And so when they do lose the ball, they're just kind of exposed. And, um, you know, Laporte, I think, really is is a big difference maker for them. But, um, you know, I don't, I don't really know if it's a money issue. What do you think? One, $1 billion. No, I don't know. <laughs> Answer completed. Yeah. Um, Fark writes in Wolves, freak result, or are they actually a trap now with no Jota or Doherty? It's a good question. I mean, you know, we were just talking about tomato. What are you thinking, Jake, with the Wolves team? I still think they'll get it together. I think it was kind of just a rough performance, but I'm watching them closely. I mean, I I don't think you should ever go more than two players from these, like, middle teams. Um, And the only reason I'm going with two right now is because of their fixture run. Yeah, I mean, they've conceded the downers that right that they've conceded seven goals. I mean, I know three were in this last game week, but um, and then four, they played yeah. or four, excuse me, and then they played Man City, beating Sheffield two nothing. I I would say I'm going to lean towards you know kind of freak result. I think they're still a good team. I do think Doherty the Doherty loss is a big deal for them. 
Um, Jota, maybe not so much. I don't know. He, he was kind of like a spark player for them. They'd bring him on and he'd do some stuff. But, you know, I, I, I don't, I think it's a freak result. I think it's okay to invest in them in this time with their really good fixtures. Um, Allsford writes in, best son replacements. Um, is son still hurt? Is he going to be out? Yeah, I don't think he's going to be playing this week. Um, so Mahrez is probably a shout this week, especially against Leeds. Yep. I, I kind of like that. Um, go down, save an extra half mil. So, what do you think about that? that what do you think about that match? I think the there's going to be goals. Yeah. I think there's going to be goals. A hundred goals. <laughs> I would guess in the range of six minimum total goals. Yeah, six total goals. Yeah, I like that. I like Mara's in that situation too. Like in a game that opens up a little bit, I feel like you could pick a team apart. Yeah. Anybody else you like? I'm- yeah. Um, well, obviously, I think Fernandez has a pretty good run of fixtures, but that's a lot higher. That's 1.5 mil. Um, what about if Pulisic is back? That's what I was going to say. What do we do with Chelsea? Yeah. I mean, Chelsea's just kind of, they're, they're a weird team. I don't really know. Uh, the thing is, they've, you know, they will, they'll score goals, you know? They'll continue to score goals. It's just they can't defend. So I think when Pulisic's back, it really changes that attack. He's so direct and so aggressive. So I think if, if he's back, I would look at him too. If he sounds like he's going to start. Anybody else you like? Yeah. No, not not really in that price range. No. Okay. Uh, Gastro, do you think a Spurs will have the legs for the Man U game? Question mark. No, I think Spurs will lose. Yeah, you too. Uh, John writes in, is it time to burn... Verna's a burner. Uh, I mean, who do they who do they have after Crystal Palace? Southampton, Crystal Palace home, Southampton home, Man United away, Burnley away, Sheffield United home, Newcastle away. <laughs> if you're not wild carding, you might want to deal with other issues. But I, I I'm kind of over him personally. I'm just not that impressed. I think it might change, like we said, when Chelsea start getting more assets in. But now, now does Tammy play up top the whole time? So Werner's going to be a wing player for 9.5? I think until Pulisic is back. So it's then Pulisic will come back onto that left wing, and then Tammy or, uh, Tammy will be out the side, Werner back up top. But yes, yeah. I do think that that's an issue right now. I think there's just so many better options for cheaper, and I thought Werner would be scoring goals kind of with without you know with reckless abandonment but like right now i would rather have jimenez or ings watching these games so far yeah what have werner's like statistics been has i mean has he been has he been strong i haven't actually even probably should look huh they're not they're not great no they're i mean like it's it's not good um his xgi is 0.97 um you know, and you look like penalty area touches is okay at pretty... Actually, it's decent at 21. He does have 10 total goal attempts, eight of them in the box. That's not terrible. But I guess, you know, like, Sala did that in one, in like one game week, so... And yeah. he has had one big chance in, in the season, so... I, I think that they get better once Pulisic comes back. They just... They need that. They need that aggression. They need a player that can penetrate like that. And I think Warner will... Of all the people, he'll benefit from that the most. Um, who do you like for 
captains. This is a tough Oof. one this week. Right now, I have it on KDB. Yeah. Um, but you know, Villa have been impressive, mm-hmm. um, and so I probably need to research a little bit more. Salah against a typically a bottom table team is like the the way to go. No questions asked. So that's the other guy I'm considering. I don't Jimenez against Fulham. He'll probably get a goal for sure because Fulham have been so bad. But I'm a little bit nervous to go captain band on Jimenez because he tends to just be like that one goal a game guy. Yeah, I I don't disagree. Those are the picks. It's, you know, it's Salah. It's a city asset. Or I would say it's uh, Wolves, Jimenez. The other player, though, that a lot of people are talking about is Ings or Vardy. Uh, both those players yeah. at home. Do you like either Vardy's of them? Vardy's a trap. Vardy's a trap. I mean, West Ham have been very good. I don't. I don't think I would do that. Plus, he he seemed to hurt his groin, and that worries me for a guy that like focuses so much on speed. I mean, yeah, if he keeps averaging two penalty kicks a game, great. He's a great pick. Okay. What about Ings then? Ings. Yeah, I don't hate it. West Brom have yet to like not give up three goals a game. So I, I've almost <clears throat> I've almost thought about trying to find a way to get Ings and Jimenez in my wildcard team and just dropping Ings down after the West Brom game. Yeah. But I don't love doing that. Okay. Good. Well, I have to decide with my team what I'm gonna do here. I might use a transfer and then wildcard right away into the next the international break. Um I'm not hundred percent sure yet. I'm trying to kind of figure it out. That's all we've got. Um, we got some randos, Jake. So follow us on Twitter at DiveFPL, Instagram, the other dive online, divefpl.com. Uh, you can download our podcast anywhere where, where pods are downloaded. So a bunch of random questions. This should be fun. The rest of the pod, the other parts of the pod have been pretty serious today. So it's too early. This, these early morning pods <laughs> suck. It's really hard to like be excited. I'm just tired and thinking about what I have to do the rest of the day. So anyways. <laughs> Uh, two point sex sounds writes in if you and Jake both had to be covered from head to toe in either su- pseudocrem or Vaseline, which one would it be and why? You need to come up with an answer you both agree on, and you can't substitute baby oil. What's pseudocrem? I have to. I don't know if I should type that into Google. Google. Um. Oh, it's an antiseptic paste. Like a cream, it's a cream. That's got to smell terrible. Yeah, yeah. So that or Vaseline. I think Vaseline. Don't you? I think I would go Vaseline. Why do we both have to be covered in it? I have no idea. Okay, it sounds like two point sex sounds is doing a weird sex thing right now. Yes, I would agree. Hmm. Gross. Gary writes in: Which three teams do you think will be relegated this season? West Brom. Yeah, Fulham. I'm sticking with West Brom. Yeah, who's Fulham. the third? That's a tough oh, one. Oh man, yeah, that's a really tough one because, like, at least just the early early goings here, right? Like Villa have been okay, West Ham have been okay, Newcastle have been okay, Brighton have been okay, Crystal Palace have been okay, right? Like, there's a lot of teams that have not. You know, we watch them play; they've not been terrible. So who's yeah, the third? Sheffield have been by far the yeah. worst. Yeah, but they, but then they they were good last year, right? So who do you think the third one is? I think it's going to end up being Villa. That's what I think. Yeah, I I don't know. 
I I said Villa would make it, and I think I originally said <laughs> Brighton, which take that back. Um, so I probably would still think Newcastle questionable. Um, they have only had three shots on goal and have scored every single goal from those shots. I just can't. They can't sustain that. All right, Newcastle out. Um, Adam writes in string cheese for hair or crisps for nails. I would have to go crisps for nails. Yeah, you have to, unfortunately, because that string cheese, is you're going to have to sit in a refrigerator all day. You know, yeah. like it's going to get moldy. Mm-hmm. And crisps would be Plus, fun. Plus, like I could, I, I mean, people chew on their nails to begin with. So, like, yeah, then they taste you good. You don't chew on um, your hair? No. Some people do. Yeah, I, I guess my hair's not long enough. If I had string cheese hair, it would be. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, string cheese hair. Suj uh, from from The Planet uh, writes in, what is your favorite, what is that? Aubergine, aubergine-based ah, dish? Dude, I, is, are people just trying to make us seem like we're like Oh, it's eggplants, and... eggplant. Yeah. Is that a sexual thing again? I don't know. I don't. I don't even. Know I an like eggplant dish. I like it. I mean, I do too. I just um, best aubergine. I guess uh, aubergine parmesan. Yeah, is what I would eggplant go with. Parmesan. Yeah. Uh, we grew a lot of eggplant this year in the garden, and we grew these cool nice. um, white and purple, uh, like striped ones. Hmm. They're really fun little little eggplants, and. Uh, yeah, I did a bunch of fried eggplant this year. That was really good. Uh, we also use it in a lot of pasta sauces because Italians, am I right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, Suj, I think that that was a weird sexual thing. And maybe if you want, I can connect you with two-point sex sounds. And you guys can talk about coating eggplants in Vaseline or whatever. Um, yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just, then you guys will be connected. Community, that's what this is all about. John writes in, if nature called during a match, would you resolve matters on the pitch during a goal kick, leave the field like a gentleman, or fake a glute injury and hopes, hope the physio works to hide the evidence? Sounds like this happened to John at least once. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had to take care of something during a match? No, I've always made sure that I'd go right before I have to play. We had a player once uh, in college um, that had to take a poopy during the match. Yeah, I think we played a man down. <laughs> yeah, he ran off the, the like he to told it. the official, and the official's like, "Okay," and he like ran off the field uh, into the bathroom and then came back. I think you yeah. just have to be honest in these situations, don't you, Jake? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, honesty <clears throat> is the best policy. Um, those were fun. God, I'm so. Why do we have to do pods in the morning, Jake? Why do we do this to ourselves? That was you, man. I, I was going to do it last night, and you told I know, me. I know. I just. I worked. I worked. I worked all night. Yeah. It's so dumb having a job. Why can't we just not? Can we? Why can't we just have the podcast? Yeah. Well, hey, if we start getting our members up and uh, Starbucks and Master Stroke start supporting us a little bit better, who knows? <clears throat> All right, uh, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here, Jake. Um, good luck to everybody for the game week. Um, it should be, hopefully, it'll be a little bit more predictable, and we'll have some some data to work with going forward here. Um, but good luck, Jake. Let's do it. I'm Marco, and I'm Jake. And remember, you should dive.